Welcome to Africa on Focus, where we share our success stories. Africa, the continent, the young diaspora, entrepreneurs, influencers, change makers, and so much more. I'm Miss Abba, and this is Africa on Focus, the podcast. We get him on board because this is uh, an interesting conversation. Let me. Could, could you share a bit, um, Donny? How how did you come to this particular topic? Uh so. The, um, the two gentlemen we've, yeah, so we've, we've uh, invited for today's discussion or today's conversation. Um, yeah. Byron, Pastor Byron um, Corning, it's one we've had on the show before last year yeah. uh, after the, uh, or during the, the uh, Black Lives Matter uh, protest. And so he he's yeah. he's been on the show, and then you know we we talked a bit about uh, the uh, the current situation within the uh, the black community, and as well as how how his church, or because he gave a let's say a powerful uh, speech that spoke to the soul from from a Christian um, Christianity point of uh, point of view, um, so yeah. that that was. For me, already one thing I wanted to get more out from, like from him personally. Yeah. And and with Emmanuel, I think he's also been on the show, but then that was before I even got um had gotten on the show. And I yeah. I, I stumbled upon an article, um he he did or someone wrote, um based on an interview they had with him, and I was like, okay, you know, this is this is also very interesting. And I want yeah. to have them bo- both of them together, um, to see if we yeah. can, you know, we can have a, a fruitful conversation about um, about these uh, three components. So, um, so the yeah. idea of what you want to pursue um, in life, and also the black community and faith. Yeah. So they are they are both Christians, and I want to see what kind of um, conversation, fruitful conversation or understanding we can get. Um, out of it sure. yeah yeah sure. but I've, I've known both of them I know them personally I've known Byron for, for years so probably maybe 15 years already um, yeah. and Emmanuel I've known him for a couple of years yeah years as well okay well good mm-hmm. um, good good there well let me welcome the Emmanuel uh, Anim uh, who has been in the background um, also in the meantime I just want to give a shout out to you JD, who's singing love all the way from Holland. Well, love all the way back to you. Also, Equacy. Oh, Equacy, how are you? Um, bless you, Miss Abba. It's been a while. I hope you good. Um, where have you been? <laughs> it's like you <laughs> took a bit of a, a vacay. He's always like our, our supporter here on Africa and Focus. Shout out to you, uh, JD, as well. Uh, Kwame Anansi, also shout out to you for you know chiming in. Um, if you can't watch this on the high radio page, do you look at DJ Slim Heavy page or Miss Abba on Facebook? That is, um, you can also find it there. Uh, Facebook is putting some restriction on us, that's why our viewership has been low on Facebook. Uh, but you can also find us on YouTube. Um, if you type in Africa and focus Miss Abba, you'll find it there. Um, if you're listening through the website and all of that, well, uh, thank you for listening. Um, I'm, I'm not sure if that is what people do these days, like call in or something. But we'll, I'm, I'm sure uh, we'll soon come up with something that will allow yeah, us to, uh, to get in <laughs> and uh, and do that. Uh, well, let's welcome Emmanuel and see uh, how he's doing. Hello, Emmanuel. How are you? Hi. Hello. I'm fine. And you? Yeah, we're good. Good. We're good. Thank, thank you for waiting in the in the background. No on problem. This. No problem. I hope you can hear me well. Yes. Yes. Very Perfect. Well. Yeah. Good, good, Perfect. good. How has been your Sunday? Um, my Sunday has been quite uh, different from the other Sundays. Um, uh, I thought that I would go to church today, but because of the snow and the bad weather, um, I got a right. call in the morning and then we continued um, our service online. So it was a little bit different than mm-hmm. the other Sunday, but it was well. It was well. Um, so I just got home and uh, it was awesome. Right. Yeah. yeah. And yours, you guys That's have been good. going to church? Yeah. Um, on off, on off. Uh, we have been going to church 
no first the corona started we 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 um did the services at home through zoom and other um core platforms and then when it became a little bit of um peaceful um we started to go to church again but we shortened the time so we went for one hour um and now because of the curfew and and and, and the uh, measures again uh and especially today we now it's a little bit on so it's regarding to um what kind of measures they give and then we look if we will go to church or we will do it online but now we are still phys physically going um if it was not for the weather we would still go but then we will go like for one hour or two hours um so that right. has been a difference now right and is it all the members yeah. sorry all the members or the no like to be honest, you have seen the numbers of the members decreasing bit by bit. So um, I think some other people, um, I don't know what it is, but they, they they might feel more comfortable at home or through an online service than really oh. uh, coming together. But the numbers are a little bit decreasing, but there are still people coming. There are still people coming, but it's yeah. not as much as um, before the corona. Right, right. People yeah. are not ready to catch anything. They don't want to take risks for their life. <laughs> you guys you do you and uh and we'll just stay from home um, exactly exactly yeah yeah i just do so how has it been for you in terms of lockdown and how is there a new normal new way like how has your life been different? Um, to be very honest i went to an uh an an, an, an program and i think last year um i think january or, Feb or February, and there was a man of God, he was invited from Ghana, and he was telling us that, okay, this year shall be a, a year of rest. Um, it shall be a year of whereby you you will take more time for yourself. And um, I didn't imagine what he was saying in this kind of way, but actually what he said was right. true. Because of the corona and the pandemic, um, yeah, I have more time for myself, and all the time I told myself, oh, I need rest. I want to take more time for myself. I didn't took that discipline or that mandate to really do it but now it's like right. i'm forced into it <laughs> so right. it has its pros and it has its cons um it has a good side and and, and it also has its other side so i've i've, I've really yeah. been looking at it from the good side uh from the positive side and um yeah it has been bad for some people but i'm i'm i'm, I'm still trying to look at it from the uh, positive side and it has been really well for me uh, to be very honest it has been right. really well yeah you've you've literally gotten your rest exactly <laughs> exactly <laughs> that that's a good thing that's a good yeah. thing that you've seen the outcome of that yeah in, in a own way in yeah. a unique way yeah yeah gotcha gotcha and we we are wondering like is is byron where's byron byron um i just texted him he just got home uh right he had some pastor's duties most of the time when when they finish church he needs to bring some people home and especially with this weather um i think a lot of, yeah. um, oh, of uh, public transport things were not uh, working i think the metro and bus were not working so um i think so they took, on him. yeah i think he took that duty upon him to drop some people home so which is a good right. thing so i think he he just came home so i think he will i'm uh, I'm, I'm very interested to know what what are the duties of a person <laughs> like i need i need him to come and explain or give examples of what he's doing yeah true he will come he will come i'll, I'll be expecting <laughs> it like in uh five or ten minutes right right no worries uh safety first safety in the house yeah, exactly, first. Exactly. that's really the main exactly. uh the main topic yeah um, i think one of the reasons that uh, also johnny wanted you on was you know there was an interesting write-up about you mm. your faith mm. and uh where it has brought you thus far and things like mm. that um mm. could, could you share with us a bit about what led to that article and you sharing something about your faith so so in such a public manner and things yeah. like that could you yeah. share with us a bit? um it, it it i came in contact with the with the company that were doing that that's that was doing the 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 articles and stuff and and the guy contacted me and he asked me about uh my journey so how i came to christ and i explained it yeah. to him and he was so shocked and, and enthusiastic about it so he asked me if he could write an uh article about it and if 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 um i can shortly tell something about it um i've been in church for quite a long time uh from my uh from, from since I was young, I've been to church. 
but there was not that connection that I had with 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 God or with 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 um like the other people in church. We were very small. We were just doing things there. We were just going coming there for for games or mm-hmm. to make jokes and stuff. And all of a sudden, when I started um, growing up, especially I think the secondary school, it shifted. It shifted all the way to the different side, and and I started to um, come in contact with people that were not standing in line with yeah what they say in. Uh, um, mm-hmm. in faith and everything started to go the wrong way I went to wrong places uh, I came in contact with wrong people and I started to do wrong things and it it became even so worse that I think in 2016 um, I got arrested and I spent Whoa. some time in jail for I think four or five months and um, I came back but when I came back that was still not the switch when I came back, I have some sisters, but like it gave me a switch, but not on the fate side. It just gave me a switch on life. Like it gave me a different right. perspective on life. And I have some two sisters, they were really in faith that time. So they went to some programs, like every week they went to a certain program. And one day um, I just decided to join them. And when I joined them, um, I came in and I came on a certain event where young people were hosting the, uh, the program. They were praying, they were worshiping and I looked at myself and I looked at those people. I think those days they were like 14, 15. And I looked at them and I was like, wow, this is actually something that I always wanted. But I always told myself, oh, I am not ready for it. I don't think I can do it. But when I saw them, I was like, wow, if these people, if these young people can make this change in their life, then what am I waiting for? And from that moment, gradually, I started seeking him for myself. I started asking questions like, who is this God that that, that, that that people, when they encounter him, they are crying during worship, they are crying, they're laying down the floor, they are speaking in different languages. What is this all about? And yeah, that's where my journey started. And and I think I I um, um I, I attended one of the all nights um some months later and where I encountered God in my personal way. And from that moment on, uh, my life never became the same. So that is in a short way how I can um yeah give away uh, um, um, yeah my 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 journey in Christ and that is what touched the guy who wrote the article so that's how that's how it it, right. it, it came on uh, right you had a true and, U-turn from jail Those yeah things. exactly <laughs> um but when you, when you when you saw these uh the young ones so mm-hmm. the, the the teenagers uh yeah worshiping in, in yeah. the manner that they did what, yeah. what was it about that 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 intrigued you into because you just said it's something i always wanted to do like what, yeah. what is it um what specifically i i i because yeah, I was a Christian. I believed in God, but I always missed that kind of um, relationship type and that depth of, of, of knowing him, that depth of being um, in faith like those people. And I saw it. I knew how it looked. But for me, it wasn't like that. For me, mm-hmm. it wasn't like that. For me, uh, uh, asking, okay, when are you going to? Because I was always on and off, on and off doing my things outside. And then Sunday morning, I'm in the church. And then from Monday to Friday, I'm doing what I like. And then Sunday, I'm just sitting there. And I was sitting there because I needed to be there for my parents. You understand? It was not really from the inside out. And 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 um, when I saw that, I was like, yes. Um, that There was some something in me just switched. And, and I was like, this, this, it, it touched me so much. And, and, and I just realized that, okay, this is something I need to seek more. Um, and whilst I was seeking it more, whilst I was seeking it more, it brought me to my own encounter. And when I had that, that's when I knew that, okay, this is a place for me. And this is who I really am. And this is what I should right. do. So it wasn't necessarily that when I saw them, okay, I need to go after it. But it was more like, it gave me question marks. Okay, what is this all about? What is this all about? What is this all about? Um, and that caused me to seek more and more and more. And um, that's how I just yeah. uh, came in uh, the journey. Right. What were some of the charges? Are you um, are you free enough to share? Um, <laughs> no, and the reason why because it, it's a long case. It's in 2016, but the case is still not closed. They are still busy with it. All right. Uh, 
So that's why, um, because of the lawyer duties and all those kind of things, I cannot open up. But I promise um, when everything is done, I'll be back and and, and I will share everything fully without uh, without filters. <laughs> right, right. Probably a book or something. I exactly. See, uh, I see Byron at the back end. I am sure that he dropped his people off. So let's get him in. Let's uh, have Yo, a conversation guys. with us. Hi, Byron. How are you? Hey, I'm fine. Thank you guys for having me. I, I came in like a couple of minutes ago, so I, yeah, I yeah. drop you guys asking uh, my bro Danny asking uh, what what it partakes to be a, a pastor and what the duties are. <laughs> and my my right. bro Lando stepped up for me and uh, explained. Yeah. Basically, that was it. I I just came home from dropping. Mm. Yeah, so, yeah. So sorry. We, we definitely understand. We're Thank happy you're so safe. Much. Thank you, thank you, thank you and, for having me. And we me. hope you were you were able to drop people off in safety as well. Yes, definitely. <laughs> how how has been how has lockdown been uh, been treating you so far? How has your life been? Is it upside down or is it indeed a rest period? Honestly speaking, it it, it it's turning out in, in my favor. I would say because okay, right. uh, it favored me in the sense that um, the lockdown came right after uh, my son. Uh, my son came and so for me uh that meant you know working from home so basically i i, I literally yeah. saw my son grow up so i could just be you know in the house working from house and from home and just seeing right. seeing him grow grow up so basically for me yeah. it, it didn't change a lot in the negative sense but um it has really been you know positive for me so i'm uh, yeah. enjoying it and uh you know how our african community is uh, when whenever someone has a kid everyone wants to be there and so basically it was a part of rest as well uh we had in other words you didn't have time for that nobody (laughs) exactly nobody got time for that but we had an excuse to you know to keep people outside and so that we could just take our own rest so yeah that was uh helpful so thank you coronavirus See, see the picture of your son. He is absolutely the cutest. Like, uh, so, such a cute baby. Just <laughs> let's, uh... how, how old is he? 11 months? No, he turned oh, one um, last week. Oh. That was the 3rd of February. Oh, so, like, February. yeah, like four days ago, yeah. Right, right. Yeah. So, back to you, Emmanuel, because you were, um, you know, sharing about. What was highlighted in the particular article? What was the buzz, you know, around you and and all of that? Mm-hmm. And um, you know, how how has let me just say, could you share with us a bit more about how your perspective on life has changed? Um, I'm just assuming you were rough around the edges before. You know, has that changed, or is it still there in a different uh, way? Like, what are some of the um, the changes? Church people mm-hmm. would call it transformation, mm-hmm. uh, but you know, to bring it mm-hmm. into terms where mm-hmm. every kind of people can understand, what are some of the changes mm-hmm. that uh, you've experienced? Um, for me personally, um, to be very honest, when I, for instance, uh, uh, um, 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 I was outside with friends harming people, sometimes doing wrong things, um, 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 uh, going out, uh, all those kind of stuff, and those things yeah. for me, it 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 felt like okay, that was me, that was the real me, and um, you get some attention from people, which will give you a certain type of boost, which will give you a certain type of ego, a certain type of energy, and right. to me, it it somewhere deep in me, I knew because there were some cl- really close friends with me. And when they looked at me, they told me, yo, this is not who you are. And I, and I was like, what are you talking about? This is me. And when I was around the people that didn't know me that much, but they knew me from uh, maybe my name or they saw me somewhere on the pictures, they were yeah. hyping me up and telling me how great and how how tough I was. But then the people that, that were close to me, they were like, yo, this is this is, this is not right. And um, yeah. All of all those kinds of things, it, it 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 when I came to Christ, it changed my mind. It changed my perspective because when I came to Christ, it felt also from the inside that okay, everything what I am doing now, the the person that I am right now, the things that I am doing right now, this is who I am, and I feel so comfortable with it and everything that I am doing. That's the realization that I had um, in my switch. 
um, which has caused me also to be more confident because a lot of people think, oh, maybe men cannot be, um, 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 men can, it is difficult for men to be not confident or something. But, but those days, I believe that I was not confident at all. You would see me doing things and you would feel like, oh, this guy knows what he's doing and he's sure about himself. But it was totally not. And it's especially now that I am in Christ and that I am following that journey that I know that, okay, I know who I am. I know my identity. I know um, what I am called for. I know what I need to do in life. And it has given me a certain assurance in life instead of just walking around and doing also or, or, all kind, kinds of stuff, finding um, pleasure and, and, and meaning in those kind of things. So, uh, yeah, that's shortly how I can uh, explain uh, that. Gotcha. Love that. So, Byron, uh, again, welcome um, for, you, you know, uh, coming on board with us. I know this day must have been super hectic. Uh, Thank you, snow, brother. They're keeping your car <laughs> away from, uh, from your child and family and probably a good meal. So we won't keep it too long. Um, Basically, you're, you're known in the Ghanaian community, um, you know, for those outside watching us, the Ghanaian community, uh, predominantly residing in Amsterdam, uh, you know, as a youth leader, um, as a pastor, particularly linked to the faith. Um, one of the, 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 the things that Donnie also wanted to, to stress is, could you tell us about your journey from becoming maybe what some would say a normal guy to uh, now a pastor or a leader yeah. or being regarded as such. Uh, how did it start for you? Wow. Well, thanks again for having me again on this wonderful platform, guys. I truly yeah. appreciate it. Um, how long do we have? No, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> basically, um, I grew up you know, in the northern part of Amsterdam and uh, to be honest, I don't really have a background history like my brother Emmanuel. Um, I, I used to be a, the kind of yeah good kid, uh, we would say, and and basically um, what what I, I got to learn from that point was that it does not matter who you are. Jesus Christ can make your life better anyway. Even if you think that your life is good, he can even make it better. And um, it started off with um, my biological dad is a Muslim, but I did not grow up with my dad. And then my stepdad came in, he took me to church. And, you know, from Sunday school, you just make friends. And, and then it came to a point that uh, I realized that you're not a Christian because you simply go to church. But, you know, what makes you a Christian is when you have a relationship with Christ. And I think that happened at the age of, I think, roughly 17, 18 years uh, I, I decided, you know, to give my life to, to Christ. And basically um, from there, everything, you know, started growing. But um, many times people think that, you know, when you give your life to Jesus Christ, everything becomes easier. Mm -hmm. That's the notion that, you know, everything becomes easier. It My life didn't necessarily become easier, but um, I, I started to, to actually live according to purpose. And... Uh, the more, you know, I, I got to engage in the faith, the more my, my purpose started unfolding. And I realized I've always had a heart for people. I just love people. I don't care who you are. Um, I just love people. And I always had a passion to help people. And, and I'm always eager in, in looking for ways to, you know, to be of a help, whether it be mentally, spiritually, physically, financially, you name it. And um, as, as my, my heart... Um, Actually, as I got more and more transformed, I, I just um, began to realize that, you know, I'm there to serve people. So basically that is the, the duty of a, a pastor is you're a servant. Mm -hmm. And I always say that uh, the best leaders are servers and not, not leaders to lead people, but to serve people. Mm -hmm. And right. um, yeah, from there, basically, there was a moment in our Sunday school period going to the youth period that um yeah basically those around me really got you know motivated and inspired to do more and uh as time went on our faith increased and from there basically yeah the rest is history and before i woke up uh, i'm a pastor so i don't know how, basically to be honest i don't know how i got here but um <laughs> what, I, what i can say is that um 
and nothing has changed much uh, in that case is basically it's usually it's when people identify the love you have for people then it, be, it, it becomes then people easily attach a title to it but it's really not about the title um it's basically the heart you have for people uh, i would do this very same thing even if i wouldn't have pastor in front of my name so yeah so yeah how long have you been a pastor uh it was 2019 like 2020 just went by as if it was <laughs> yeah it's it yeah. was yeah 2019 yeah november 2019 yeah so that will be one how, year yeah one year getting to two years this year and how and how does one become a pastor is is that like a, a pastoral school that you because i know they do have biblical like yeah. universities and stuff or like a course that you have to enroll um, yeah, and then you have to be ordained, this and that. Yeah. The process, like, yeah, I mean, uh, how is that? Yeah, that's a good question. Many might defer on that topic because I'm not, uh, I'm not a believer of you going to school and then after you finish your course, you automatically become a pastor. I do believe in the knowledge aspect that mm -hmm. everyone needs to study yeah. to show themselves approved, exactly. but it's not like the 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 schooling does not make you the pastor, but it's a calling. And basically what you, what every efficient leader would want to do is you would always want to sharpen the gift that God has given you. So um, I, I don't believe in people, you know, going to school and having a degree and calling them pastors based on the degree that they call. Definitely the body of Christ should identify certain gifts or certain characteristics because even though you even have theologians that know the Bible even better than pastors, but if you look at their lifestyles, it doesn't match up. So um basically i i did not go to school um i was called and and basically i'm like having on the field training basically i look at what my, my father-in-law does and um basically when you have a heart uh for for, uh, for the ministry um many things come all by itself and the, the schooling part is just a small aspect of it which is very important definitely uh, but it, it seems like we're living in a time and age that people think that because they have went to school, they've been to school, uh, now they can call themselves pastors. And I think that that is wrong. That is off. And that's definitely not biblical because it is God that calls. And, and not. not have, are you enjoying it so far? Um, it's a tricky question because. <laughs> <laughs> yes and no. Sorry, that looks that looks very very funny. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm 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 really I'm blunt. I'm really honest. Um, yes and no because um yes, um because you um basically you actually see that people uh place a certain trust and value and honor, uh which some might say oh I don't do it for the honor. Definitely you're not doing it for the honor, but it comes with it, and which yeah. it has a positive um thing as well because uh people because in order for you to help people people should be able to trust you in a certain level and if you right. can get that trust from people um yeah then then your, your words stop there but um the reason why i said yes and no is because to be honest uh, and i think you, you can ask many uh, men and women of god they might confirm and it, even you can read it in the bible that most people who do not want the position are usually the people who get the position because honestly speaking, I did not want the title because um, the reason why was um, to me, um, I, all I saw around me is people were so so much craving for the title. I want to be a pastor or people call themselves prophets. And so people use the title so loosely that it, it to be honest, it put me off, and I was like, "Nah, I don't want yeah. to be, you know, to be to be seen as those people." And and then later on, as time went on, I eventually thought by myself, you know, why? If um, you have the right intentions, why don't you um, step into the office and and prove the otherwise? Mm -hmm. uh, so, 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 so basically, it, it's it's a noble task, but it is not something that you would you can just, yeah, that you just wake up, yeah, you know, I want to be a pastor. It, mm -hmm. yeah, it's not something that you, you should just want because it has lots of, lots of, uh, lots of ups and downs. 
Mm -hmm. uh, mm -hmm. You have other people's issue in this. You see, I know my head is big. <laughs> it's big, but right. uh, it, it cannot even contain the amount of stress mm -hmm. that other people have that you actually sure. take with you. And, right. you know, you'd be praying for people. And, and that's something that I also want to put out there is that the, the whole pastor thing is not just holding the mic and preaching. I, I used to share that with my brother Emmanuel that, that I always say that, you know, ministry does not start when you pick up the mic, but it starts when you drop the mic. Mm -hmm. So ministry is wherever God has placed you. And that can be on the pulpit. It could be uh, as a sound engineer. It could be as an usher. It could be everything. Mm -hmm. And I believe um, we should come to a point that we should understand that everyone is important. It's not just about the pastor or who's preaching. Because right. everyone is vital. If if the preacher wants to preach but his mic is not working, mm. that's where we usually identify the essence uh, right. and the the, the uh, importance of a sound engineer. But usually, right. when everything works accordingly, no one thinks about the sound engineer. No one thinks about the microphone. No one thinks about the drummer as long as he does his job right. Mm. But it's like always yeah. the passes are on the flyer. The passes are and definitely every church. You know, should have will have a face. Will have a leader. So I, I really get that, but I, I really want to get rid of the, the notion that it's all about the pastor, it's all about the leader. I believe we're all uh, equally important. That's why it's called the body of Christ. So yeah. Yeah. But it's fun, it's fun, it's fun. But, um, <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. Thank so you for pointing that Right, right. It has its challenges basically is what, what you'd say, yeah. So what would you say to, you know, because people always have their comments, what would you say to, to those that might say, oh, you know, uh, he's a pastor because his father-in-law is one. Um, like, what would you say to comments like that? Wow. To be honest, I've, I've not encountered them. I've heard, you know, such stuff, um, but I've not never been confronted with it, but um, what I would say is that basically um, the, the fruit should speak for itself because um, even the Bible says by their fruits, ye shall recognize them. So I don't believe um, um, calling into ministries is not even a long service thing. So you might be in the church for 30 plus years. That does not give you um, the right or um immediately the responsibility as a pastor because it really takes it, it's a heart matter mm. see if your heart is not there or you're not called by god you can be in the church for so long and that's why i believe some people are frustrated in ministry mm. because they feel like uh because of their long service they need to be rewarded with pastorship or with a prophet or evangelist or whatever title mm. but maybe your purpose in the church is to clean toilets mm. Because, and, and you'd be surprised that as long as you fulfill your purpose and you will do it wholeheartedly, God will bless you. And that's what I call ministry. Ministry is literally meeting the needs of, of people in Jesus' name. It could be sharing stuff outside the, the corners of the church. So I, I don't want us to think um, uh, so narrow uh, yeah. that, you know, it's, it's all about that person or that in the building. There, there's so many ministries uh, that are out there that we do not see, but everyone wants to be seen. Everyone wants to hold the mic. Everyone wants to stand in front of people and, and do stuff. And and to be honest, that is just 5% um, of what pastors do. Because right. picture picture like this Sunday is just one day and it's not even the whole day, the, the entire day. It's a couple of right. minutes or hours, let's say one hour that he stands in front of the pulpit and he preaches God's message. It, it, it takes right. it involves lots of preparation, prayers, mm -hmm. counseling, and and stuff that you do throughout the week. So, yeah. Right. So it's it's really diverse. Gotcha. But so gotcha. so to get back to the the question that you, uh, if someone would say it's because of my in law, I would say okay. If, if you think so. Then, then, uh, then, then let's see. But it, it's uh, it the the question will immediately indicate that the person doesn't know. So, and and, and sometimes right. if we're honest, it's hard to sometimes um, you don't always want to um, explain yourself to everybody, and you don't need to. I, I don't owe them an explanation. Mm -hmm. Even Jesus was a man of a few words when 
when mm. uh, Pilate was telling him that, you know, I have the authority to hand you over to the people mm. to be crucified. And Jesus said, the authority that you have is given by my God. So, mm -hmm. so sometimes we don't always need to give an explanation to every question. I, I do understand that definitely there might be uh, some type of questions, but yeah, to be honest, I, I wouldn't know how to answer that because would yeah. my answer satisfy them? They'll be like, oh, okay, that explains. I, I'd rather show them mm -hmm. by, you know, loving them. Yeah. Mm -hmm. If you get my point. Yeah, yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. 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 Well, it's, 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 um, it's a funny comment that people always end up saying. <laughs> people are creative nowadays. Yeah. Okay. Too creative. You hear the craziest Very stuff. So. <laughs> <laughs> Very much so. Um, for those of you who are just tuned in, welcome to Africa on Focus, where we share our success stories. Today, we are talking about faith in our communities, respectively, the Ghanaian community here in the Netherlands. Um, slightly taking some more 10 minutes of your time. Um, to talk to uh, these gentlemen who joined us on the show today to talk about this topic, about young people and where does faith lie? And maybe is there a different direction that we as young people are, are going in, in terms of faith? Who knows? Who knows? Uh, Emmanuel, we've been uh, talking to you about your, you know, your rough life uh, going to this. Yes. And we know that in your, in, in your environment, you're known as, uh, in some shape or form, a leader. You know, young mm -hmm. people look up to you. Uh, obviously, you have the power to make things happen, uh, surrounding people. Um, what is your view on, uh, you know, young people today, our lives, and what are, like, the general things that you've observed and um, you can say about, yeah, our young people's lives today? Another a third guest has joined us. <laughs> oh, Hey! Hello there. Hey. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's he's catching the positive vibes. That's it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um what I see uh what I see in our youth nowadays is I, I see people that are trying to find themselves back again. I, I see people that um that need hope i see people that that are um they are they are lost of answers they have so many questions in life and they do not know where to find them and i see a lot of youth especially my type of age um i see them seeking in life that there is something missing um that they are seeking for and um i speak to a lot of people around me and maybe they might not be um quite open about it on their platforms or with people but in right. the inside and on the background i get a lot of text messages from a lot of people like famous footballers rappers like people that are well, well known but then they tell me people might think that it's going well with them and i also think it's mm -hmm. going well with them but then they text me telling me oh they they feel empty or um they don't feel well or they feel insecure or they 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 feel depressed they feel emotional and then they ask me to pray for them or they ask me if i can give them some tips or stuff so it's it's really a a a, a flow where we are in right now where a lot of youth uh, and a lot of, of of youngsters are seeking themselves again they want to be secure they want to feel okay um they are a little bit of lost but i see a growth right now that a lot of people are um, back uh, how I call it, back to um, um, the church, back to Christ, back to God. Um, and that's that's a, a, a kind of trend that I'm seeing right now, um, especially from last year going, and it's now really growing and growing and growing. And I believe that uh, it shall really um, give them what they are seeking for. But that's, that's a little bit of what I'm seeing right now, um, especially because of the people I've been with in the past, that I've done yeah. things with in the past. Um, I went a little bit ahead of them, but it's also, and at that stage, it was like, um, they didn't look down on me when I took that step, but they just left me and they just went their way. And it's really now that they really understood why I took that step. And it's now right. that they, that's what you said, that they see me as an example because I can relate with them easily. For instance, when they go to church and um, they tell the pastors, oh, they went out 
or they did some things which is according to our culture, our youth, it's taboo. They are, it's really difficult for them to open up to those people. But when you have a person that went through the same thing and it's now at a certain stage where you want to be, it's really easy to open up to that person because he can easily relate with you. And that's what a lot of people have with me. Um, and that's what I'm trying to do. Because um, in my yeah. small with, with with Christ right now, I don't know a lot, but about what I know, I can give them. And um, yeah, that's 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 how I look at uh, our youth right now. And um, in the faith, in the beginning, it was really separated. Nobody wanted to have had something to do with God or 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 with faith even. But as people are growing older right now, um, they are heading the age of marriage and heading the age of getting out of house. They they yeah they notice that there is something missing in their lives and that's the switch whereby they yeah. think like okay let me just go and seek for 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 something that can fill me up so that's what i'm seeing right now uh, mostly in our youth in our time mm-hmm. yeah and then i i just thought of a, a very um sophisticated um question um but i'll reserve that <laughs> <laughs> yeah, some, something just uh, popped, popped, okay. popped in my mind uh, when he said that. Now, now um, I but I do. <laughs> um, no, it's it's a it's a totally different. Um, don't don't uh, you thing. always has the most complicated? <laughs> I, I, I'm like seeing through his mind right now. Yeah, <laughs> but but I do but I do have a question though about um, um, the youth coming back to um, uh, you know to faith or. To, mm-hmm. to, to Christ. Mm-hmm. Um, now that we are going through Corona, churches, mm-hmm. um, let's say, you know, churches mm-hmm. on and off, mm-hmm. but I had the feeling that at least if you weren't that strong of a believer, you always had a church to go to, right? Mm-hmm. So that always kept us like, you know, attached. But now you don't have the church anymore as a mm-hmm. physical place to be. Isn't it going to be a lot harder for, or is it, I mean, according to my calculation, then it will be more, uh, more unlikely that people are going to come back to, uh, to, yeah, to the other who, who do believe. Uh, yeah, yeah. Unless, I, you know. Yeah, yeah. I, I, totally, I totally get your question, but then, then we must mm-hmm. ask ourselves, what is the meaning of church? Because many people, have had in their mind that the church, the meaning of a church is a building. But if we look at the root word of church, it's, it's, it's the assembly, it's, it's the coming together um, um, of people. And although we cannot come together in a building, we can still come together online or, 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 or maybe with two or three people. And mm-hmm. uh, um, um, as you said, a lot of people are coming back to faith, but because the closing, the, like the closing of the churches shouldn't, and I also think it's not influencing the people that are that are coming back to their faith. It's, 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 I think some way, somehow, I don't know how, but some way, somehow, it has even strengthened the people to, to come back yeah, together. That's and, an, and, and that's something I'm very curious yeah, about. Yeah, seriously, because um, if somebody wants to come to Christ right now, um, a lot of people have understood, oh, maybe wait for Sunday, let me, Take you to my church and then the pastor can pray for you but this is that's that's right. a misunderstanding that we have had because right. if you want to come to god right now you can just come to god in your room it's it's as pastor byron said it's something that happens from the inside it's something that happens from the heart and um a lot of times we have um being a christian side, like from the actions going to church praying all those kind of things acting acting but the inside out, as he said, that that's where the fruits are coming from. That's where when somebody's triggering you or when someone needs you, it's, it, it will come from the inside. People will really see if um, the lifestyle that you are talking about, if you're really living it, if if, if your inside will show. And, and um, that is something we have been challenging with right now because we cannot go physically to the church. But you can still come to God within your room or or with some people, and and as you said, mm-hmm. the church is there to help us to grow, to help us to 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 um give us a better foundation in Christ. Um 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 and and even right now, it's it's not really coming to a building, but coming in 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 an assembly, having people around you that can steer you up in the faith, and that is what the church is about. So even though the churches are closed or the buildings are closed, 
The yeah, church please. is because we are the church. The church is the body of Christ. So even though the buildings are closed, if you come, if you come to the faith right now, we you can still surround yourself with people that are in faith. And then we are also having church. We could even have church right now with four people. Understand? So um, it doesn't matter if if the if the buildings are closed right now. That shouldn't even matter because um, they can shut the buildings down, but they can never shut um, the the church down because we are the church. We are the church. So I don't think it it, it made it harder for us or for people to come to. Uh, God or to come back to faith. Yeah. So, Byron, what is your take on that? And um, what change or what direction uh, or something do you hope to to bring about when it comes to you know church gathering of people in in our community? Well, what I've noticed, basically, what uh, my brother Emmanuel was uh, was uh, throwing light on is I've, I've discovered that there is like an urge to gather. Uh, than before. I think what 2020 did is people's actually seeing the essence of gathering, just socializing. Mm -hmm. The mere social, yeah. not even talking about the spiritual aspect of it, but the just the social aspect. Mm -hmm. And uh, for instance, I have a coworker who uh, from the starting of the lockdown in March 2020 up till now has been yeah. by herself and she's so depressed. Anytime mm -hmm. when we were having a virtual meeting, she's like, you know, I miss y'all and all, but many of us, we don't have that because we have our families, we have yeah. our churches, we, you know, we have our friends. And yeah. um, one thing I've realized is that everybody, last time I was sharing that Sunday, that everyone has a need. So mm -hmm. everyone needs compassion because everyone ha has a need. And mm -hmm. the, the thing is, usually when the need is constantly met, you don't value that there is a need because for mm -hmm. instance, we, we are breathing but mm -hmm. it is only when when God decides to take away the oxygen for a couple of seconds, then we understand, mm -hmm. then we think about the essence of oxygen. But we don't wake up right. and thinking, oh, I need to breathe in or I need to breathe out. We don't think about it. And I think yeah. that that is a, a very vital aspect that happens in our system because man is not made to live alone or separated mm -hmm. or isolated. And I think um, just as he was saying that even though we might think that many people, because definitely many people might be discouraged, many people, their faith might even go weary. But at the same time, I do see a generation that is uh, running towards God. So you have people who are running away from God and then you have people that are running towards God. Because many people even think like, you know, uh, basically uh, 2020 exposed a lot. Mm -hmm. It exposed governments, it exposed churches, it exposed... Um, uh, media it exposed like everything and everybody yeah. i think many people um i i personally came to a conclusion that uh nothing can be trusted but god nothing is sure in life but god uh, yeah we, ha we have these rules regulations social distancing governments are trying their best as possible to try and yeah. solve this issue but basically bottom line is they don't have the answers to whatever is going on and i think many people get to understand that see life is short um, um, uh, 2020 was a moment of reflection. Where am I standing? Where am I going? Even after that, that you know, um, let's be honest. Usually, many people turn to God when bad stuff happens. <laughs> and I think so. That yeah. I think it, that has been the positive aspect of the whole lockdown and coronavirus thing, this pandemic. That you know, many people have been asking themselves questions like, you know, uh, where am I going after I die? I might actually die. Mm. And uh, usually. We all know that that definitely it's appointed for one uh, for man to die once, um, but you know when this tragedy strikes the world, it, it really puts you to thinking and reflection, and I think that has helped a lot. And um, what I also want to say is that um, many many churches have the privilege to have their own building, so basically we we never closed since the whole lockdown. And the 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 even government did not shut the church buildings. They, they, asked, they asked and advised to reduce the numbers and to keep the social distancing and stuff. But you, you had many people that just went over and, you know, just closing the building. But like Emmanuel said, uh, the church buildings might be closed, but the church is always open. And I think um, if, if you are really compassionate for some, someone or somebody, you will make it work. So yeah. if, if your relationship for Christ is, is so rude that you will always find means to to make sure that you you exercise whatever God has given you. 
because yeah. uh, mind you that there are countries like Russia and China mm. that it's even forbidden mm. to even preach the gospel on the streets. Mm. And many don't even have their buildings, but they gather in underground subs and, mm. and places mm. because they, 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 they understand the essence of coming together as a body of Christ. Yeah. So I, I think it, it, it definitely gives, a, it give, gives us different uh, way of fellowshipping, fellowshipping in shapes and forms. And I think it's all good. Yeah. Um, but definitely, like you said, the bottom line is the, the church can never be closed. So it's all yeah. good, whether online, virtual, or physical. But I think um, that, it, that should be our main elastic that, you know, um, when, when, when the, the enemy shuts one door, you know, God opens so many other ways, other doors. So, yeah. Gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah. And before we round up, um, like both of you, do you have like advice for those who are struggling with finding faith in this time? Um, or maybe even, you know, finding their place inside the fellowship of uh, the brethren, as we would say. Uh, what would your advice uh, be to, to both of you? Um, the, the last question, I, I, I hear that a lot of people finding their place within the fellowship, within um, the assembly, within the people in the church. And I believe um, as we have preferences as, as human beings, we have interests, we have people we can um, come along with very quickly and with some people we cannot really come along um we we go to schools and some schools are more focused upon this some schools are more focused upon that um um, um, um maybe our working places some working places are more focused upon this more fo fo focused upon that then uh, from a biblical perspective the the bible talks about um the church as a body and if you look at at a body a body has several parts you have the hand you have the feet you have the ties, you have the shoulders, and even within the church, you have different parts. So I believe that um, within the, the many churches that we have, we are all one. Every church is, has a, um, they focus maybe on, 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 on a different um, um, aspect in, within, um, within Christ. We are still one, we still focus upon Christ, but maybe right. um, this church, you, you, you might see more people here that has a, has a rough background. So people with rough backgrounds, they can relate with those people in the church more than another church that maybe they haven't even lied once, just for instance, within brackets. Mm -hmm. So it would be very difficult for a person that has a rough background to go to such kind of church. Not that that church is bad, but it would be difficult for the people to relate with that person. Why? Because they have right. never been through those kind of things. So the same thing with people that are choosing a church, find a church that, 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 um, 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 that that is in line with the things of the Bible. Final church that is spiritual. Final church that the people you can um, go along with, you can come along with. And if you um, might be in a church you don't like it, or you cannot come along with the people, that doesn't necessarily say that the church is bad or the church is not a church of God. But maybe it's not your church, and um, that's I believe that like that's uh, something that it's that is happening a lot with uh, our youth they go to a church and they have a bad experience and they shelf yeah. everything under one thing and they just say i hate the faith i hate belief all the churches are the same and i but it's just right. one experience that they had from all the other thousand churches that they are so um right. i think it's it's um opening up again and knowing that we even believers we are humans we can make mistakes um, we are not perfect. We have somebody that is perfect that is living in us, but we ourselves, we are not perfect. So, so uh, um, we should open up again, and we should take that step to 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 ex to um, um, yeah, expire again, and and go on a search. What kind of church will fit me? What kind of church can I grow in? What kind of church um, um, will will help me to explore my gift? Will help me to know myself better again? What kind of church will train me in the best way? Um, and to come back to your question with people that find it difficult to come back to their faith. One thing I would say is don't make it difficult for yourself. Don't make right. it difficult for yourself. It, it can be very easy. You can just be in your room. If you have never right. spoke to God, if you have never talked to God, just talk like, just talk to him like he's a friend. He's a father. He's not, yes, he, he yeah. is a king, but he is also our father. 
Yeah. Got it. Thank you for that. Okay. And what about you, uh, Byron? What is your uh, last advice? Yeah. I think his, his, his connection went off. So that I guess that's my cue. Oh, um, okay. <laughs> I thought that was the end of what he was saying, but uh, I'm sure it will. <laughs> I'm sure it will recover. <laughs> yeah. Um, what I would say is, uh, indeed, like just to start off with what he ended with is, I, I think that as long as you, even if uh, you're making small steps, petty steps, as long as it's in the right direction, it's all good. And I think um, sometimes right. we shouldn't be so hard on ourselves, and we should. Um, yeah, be honest, um, because uh, to be very frank, every church has a little bit of its own culture, even though okay. definitely the heart desire is to have like a, a Jesus culture, we would call it universal so that everyone would feel at home. But yet again, right. you will not always be able to please everybody. Because yeah. for instance, if 90% of the congregation is Ghanaian, definitely the Ghanaian culture will definitely have effect or an impact on the service definitely yeah. we'll see a lot of tree songs gun songs you know african songs um so that does not make it a, a, a bad church but definitely um i think uh, it is really important for as churches to be able to accommodate everyone and uh for the people who are looking for a home try some homes and like what my brother emmanuel said Go and look at their constitution. Are they Bible-believing? Are they spirit-filled? Okay. Usually what churches have, they have a constitution. They have uh, some uh, tenants, what we would call it, that you could see mm -hmm. that if this is what they're believing. This is what, you know, their, their, their beliefs uh, system uh, is. Is it in line with yours? Uh, go to a, a service. Do you feel at home? How, how do the people treat you? And at the same time, you, you would also want to be intentional about um, mm -hmm. having a closer relationship with God because... Sometimes we allow church to be a hindrance in our relationship with God. Like what he said, because people looked at you funny, they gossiped about you. That was people, that wasn't God. Yeah. So um, in your quest uh, to have a closer relationship, with, definitely we have an expectation, but mind you that people are still people, whether in church or outside of church. And I know everyone has this notion that a church goer, I would call it, uh, because many yeah. of them, you'd be surprised that many people in church are not believers. They're not even Christians. Um, right. But but then you you encounter them in in a negative way, and then you 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 paint the entire church or the entire body or every Christian or every pastor uh, as as wrong or as bad or as evil. And so it is really important to be intentional that uh, because it doesn't matter where you go, people will hurt you, people will step on your toe, people will gossip about you. It's not only in church. It's even at the hospital, even at the, at, at the lawyer's office. So it does not matter where you go to. Yet again, I do understand that there is a certain expectancy. But again, yeah. even in the hospital, to people uh, come to the hospital to be treated for their issues. So uh, people yeah. in the hospital are not necessarily better than those who aren't in the hospital. So um, so just be real, be honest, and have, have people that you can trust enough to share certain stuff with and to pray with you and be intentional about it that you know even in this ask god which church um can i grow in which church is yeah. you know matches up to my um not, not basically only the belief systems because we have many churches yeah. in amsterdam who have a common belief system but uh where you can um you know feel at home yeah, right so. right and to put and to put church in a, in a, in a broader uh, perspective what is because I know that um, the church um, Pastor Byron where you are you do have let's say you do work together with uh, for instance the law enforcement in in, um, in maybe per, in, information or um, with with let's say survey or with educating the community on on things that they can do better or on 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 new rules or regulations mm -hmm. or something that will impact them in their um, normal life so that's a, a role or that's a position the church has taken within society is there something or is there 
since you're a pastor, is there um, are there other positions you you hope or you um, you you plan on guiding the church um, to to be in? Mm, um, I think in my case, I've been very privileged um, to have uh, my my father-in-law as the head pastor of our church. Who basically he does community work all the time. So we are linked to so many networks, um, 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 organizations that basically people even do do time in at our church. So basically if they, they have like a, a task that they need to do uh, uh, as, as, you know, as a punishment from the government. Uh, but because of, you know, when Corona started, we, we, we it all stopped. And um, we even have connections with, with the police that we even had a session that police officers would come in and speak to the youth and ask the youth questions that, you know, what, what are your challenges? What is going right? Um, why do you feel like, right. you know, police officers aren't, um, um, you know, aren't, um, um, you know, seen as someone good and usually in our community or in our generation as someone yeah. as, a, yeah. as the enemy okay. instead, as a, instead of seen as a friend. As a friend. So basically yeah. we had the privilege Basically, I've always been exposed to different organizations uh, behind the scenes. So uh, it is only through, you know, because of the whole pandemic thing that it has uh, like decreased a bit. It has dropped a bit, but the connections are definitely there and it's only and it's definitely helpful, you know, so. So, yeah. Right. Love that. Well, close and and off, from um, Emmanuel's you still have, you still have uh, perspective. Question. Yeah. No, from Emmanuel's, uh, do you... Um, because you are active right. in the church, is there something you feel like the church can pick up on within society? Like, hey, I don't, I would like to see the church uh, more on, let's say, black issue, or yeah, mm. the the Black Lives Matter issues, or I would like to see the church um, in the uh, in the fight for careers, mm. right? So, let's say if someone is looking for a job, the mm. church should be could be the first place to go for an internship. Yeah. Or for 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 you know for application or or what? Yeah, yeah. and and it I I believe it's a very nice question because I I read a lot of stories in the Bible, for instance, in the Olden Testament, and mostly in the Olden Testament, it were the kings, so the governors, the government that they that were asking the prophets for advice, they were asking the prophets for 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 support. And I think um, that is how it uh, should be, that we, the church, we should not limit ourselves within the four walls, so only to preaching, praying, and only with spiritual kind of things, but we should also help the people um, 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 with things as finding a job, because how bad would it be that you are praying every Sunday, you are worshiping every Sunday, but it is hard for you to find a yeah. job, and your church is not helping you to do that. That, that would be, it's crazy. We, we, we shouldn't limit those things only like um for instance uh, um people that need a job even especially right now in corona people that are lacking clothes and yeah. that are lacking that can pay their rent yeah. church should be a place where um people can come for help and not even only church members or believers but everybody everybody in in, in that space everybody in the community everybody of that city of that area should come to the should, could come to the church and ask for help ask for money ask for support and I believe um, our generation, the younger generation, has has there has been a switch in a lot of people' their minds, and they are seeing that, and they are trying to use um, um, that skills, those skills. They are trying to use those skills to help building the church. That's why you see a lot of churches growing in media. Um, there are lawyers building, growing in the church, doctors growing in the church, and I believe we are heading to a very good place. We are, I, be, I really believe we are heading to a very good place. And that is also something I think the last time I came on the show with Miss uh, Miss Abba, with our foundation, that is also something that caused me to have that switch. Why are we only um, yeah. praying for people, um, telling people God loves you, but not providing physically for them? So um, uh, I believe we are heading towards a very good place and um, um, that the church in the future, and even now it's already happening, but that it will happen more. That the church will also be open yeah. for those kind of things, helping people with practical things. So uh, that's my right. perspective. Yeah. And could I add more of a, Sure, sure. No yeah, I would just like to add that, you know, the fact that he's busy with, for instance, the Rock Foundation, what I try to inspire the youth to do is that as soon as mm -hmm. you see um, a problem, most likely you also hold a solution. 
because mm. usually right. we quite often always want to point out the problem, but we never want to be the solution. Mm. And I think it is really important for us to understand that because um, like what he, what Brother Ilano was saying is that, you know, we can be praying for people and saying that Jesus loves you, but sometimes I think our prayers are off because um, <laughs> I've come to a point that uh, I don't, uh, I don't want to just pray for people any longer, but I want to be the answer to people's prayers. Mm. So in other words, that um, if I know that people need clothing, I want to pray my, myself into a position that I can mm. have enough clothing in order to give. Mm-hmm. And I think that is basically what yeah. Imam was is saying as well, is that I think we have reached a point that we understand that um, ministry is not just about the spiritual aspect, but that every ministry should be holistic. Holistic in the sense that you're touching God and touching people. Mm. Because you cannot be touching God and not having an impact <laughs> on people. You should be touching people as right. well. So I think it is right. basically the, the whole thing, the whole package. So it can be sports-wise, it can be social-wise, it can be financial-wise, and so many diverse areas. And I believe in our generation, we are standing up. And because, let's be honest, the, uh, where we're coming from, our parents came and hustled. So basically, right. they did not have the foundation. So all their mind was to pray, pray, and get their hands meet and go back home. So yeah, basically, our our shift in uh, our, our thinking shifted because uh, basically we got we got to be exposed to so many other stuff, other cultures, other backgrounds, and uh, not only um, just doing cleaning and seeing that as the only way out. But you know, so so we, I think we've been privileged, and we should use our position to actually not impress, but to have impact on people. So yeah, on that note, I think that's a. Uh... It's a good thing to also summarize that you know we're really looking to blend the practical yeah. side of, exactly. uh, of, of life or being that solution and then um combining that with um yeah the, the life of christ or actually the spiritual uh, side exactly. um thanks guys for taking the time out to talk to us uh, about yeah. this i know the list of questions that we had was actually more but um you know as time goes and time flies uh, fortunately, we'll more in, into into all this time, even Donnie would like to invite you again. So um, <laughs> let let's see when we can uh, when we can arrange that to happen. But since you all uh, both are you know uh, spiritual leaders, before we round up in the last minute, um, could uh, Byron could you finish off with a prayer before we yeah, uh, before we call it a night? Definitely. Thank you so much for having us again. Um, yeah, shall we? Shall we pray? Father God, we thank you. We bless you. We honor you for this moment, for this session. That Lord, we can we get to fellowship, we get to speak and touch on various subjects. And Father God, we are. I thank you, Lord, for the host and for the co-host for Dani and and Abba. Thank you, Lord, for the lives. I thank you for my brother Emmanuel. That Lord, you have made this uh, day possible. That for us to speak about these things. And Father God, we are praying that, Lord, it will educate someone, it will elevate someone, it will uh, encourage someone, it will bless someone, that Father God, in whatever stage they are right now, that, Lord, you will meet their needs in the name of Jesus. Father God, we are praying that, Lord, you will go to places that where we cannot go, where this this session stops, Lord, may you continue to work, Lord. And Father God, we thank you, Lord, that even as they, they continue on this platform, on this high radio, Lord, I pray that, Lord, you will bless this platform, that, Lord, you will use it as a tool, as a means to touch your people, to touch lives, and to enhance your people. I thank you, dear God. I bless you, and we give you honor. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 Thank you for listening to Africa on Focus. We air live every Sunday on high radio from 7 p.m. Amsterdam time. Join the Africa on Focus platform on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Africa on Focus or visit www.africaonfocus.com. And follow me on all your social platforms, Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at Miss Abba. Shout out to High Radio and Q Vibe for the jingle. <laughs>